Well, hello there. So this episode is going to be the real raw Meg. No fancy intro music, no introduction to who I am. So if you want that, head back and listen to the other episodes. I'm trying out something new here. (laughs) I am in Florida, and this is the first episode I've recorded since... May. I interviewed my grandma in May for a very sweet interview. So since then, we've had July, oh, June, July, August, and now we're in the month of September. And it's taken me a minute to get into the space where I felt long pause, where I felt, uh, like it was the podcast space. And that's partly just because there's been a lot of movement, a lot of traveling, a lot of going from here to there, literally moving across country, being in different landscapes. And I'm very landscape influenced, very landscape inspired. This summer I was with family um, pretty much all the time. And that was incredible. Lots of, lots of wonderful things there, but that doesn't always um, invite my own creative space. I just hadn't built in as much of my own creative space this summer. So I was kind of just being in that social energy with family, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, mothers, fathers, friends in California, and so many more things. So all that to say, I'm here now. And I don't know exactly where this podcast is going. I think it's going to be a short-ish one. And I just wanted to jump in because sometimes... What holds us back from putting things out there is not having a clear plan or feeling like it has to be perfect. And I'm breaking that notion by just jumping in. Let me go ahead and set the scene for you. So the last time, I think another uh, just side note here. Another reason why it was challenging for me to get into the space is that I had a lot of grief. I was carrying a lot of grief about leaving New Mexico. And at the same time, you know, that's a whole story. I did definitely process that. I shared quite a bit about what that looked like in previous episodes. But just to kind of refresh you. So we left New Mexico a little bit out of not out of our own choice. Like it happened sooner than we wanted it to. Uh, It either was going to happen a year later or even like six months later. It was going to be further out. So it kind of came upon us in a quick way, in a way that, you know, just didn't feel it wasn't our choice when we told, when we were told we needed to leave our house. And it was, you know, just a situation between our landlord who just needed the house back, but it came, it came more quickly than we wanted. So There was a lot of grief and, you know, sometimes grief comes in waves or often, I should say almost always, grief comes in waves. Or maybe sometimes you're stuck in kind of the shock for a while. And so it's been hard for me to want to record an episode because I just kept thinking, oh, last time I was recording these episodes, I was in my beautiful house in New Mexico. And I am very connected to place. I'm a person who's all about the place I'm in, connected deeply to landscape, as I said a few minutes ago. So with that said, I am in Florida now, and this is a whole different place. (laughs) It does have its magic, but it's very different. You know, most of my life I've lived out on the West. So I lived and grew up in California, 
lived the bulk of my 20s, well, not even the bulk, the entirety of my 20s between different places in the Northwest and inland Northwest, so Oregon, Washington, Eastern Washington, Northern Idaho. And then we moved out West, which is kind of funny because I want to say like when you say you move out West, I often think of places more like these kind of wild west places. So really actually moved more east, but I consider it out west from, uh, we moved from Portland to New Mexico. So ultimately that was more east, (laughs) but it felt like I was living in the west. And even like, I can say it now, I never really like to publicly say where I lived, but I lived outside of a little town called Cerrios. And that actually is like almost an old ghost town, like not completely, but it's one of these old towns. And then nearby Cerrios was this town called Madrid. And that was an actual um, like country west town. Super cool, super western, like barbecue food with a mix of hippie energy. Like it was, it was a whole place. But yeah, I lived right by those two towns like within five to ten minutes out in the country. Anyway, so most of my life has been west. You know, I've also spent some time living in Ireland and I do of course love like greenery and oh my gosh as I'm speaking there are deer running across the path and to me this is the beauty this is the sign that I'm in the right place there's a family of deer that lives out on the place that we are we are living right now it's out in the country in Florida and they're so magical I had to run outside and look at the deer. We have this family of deer out where we're staying. We don't have it, but this this land out here has this family of deer, wild turkeys, and there's also a bunny that lives in this one spot, and it's always out there in the morning, like sunbathing or getting its breakfast or whatever. So all that to say, I think those deer ran into the scene for exactly the right reason, because I'm talking about, like, how do you you know, what comes up when you move from one type of place to another and how do you settle into a new place? I think maybe this is a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. I knew it would come to me. Um, I don't know what you all know about human design, but I have learned through wonderful work with my coach, um, hypnotherapist, Tapanka. She is incredible, by the way. So, uh, if any of you are curious about a fantastic hypnotherapy coach to work with, please send me an email and I will make sure to send over her information. She also has a podcast that I strongly recommend and also inspired me to start my own podcast. So with that said, <laughs> why did I say that? Oh, through my work with her, I learned about myself as a manifester in human design. And so it's kind of like the cool thing about being a manifester is and I know very minimal, but I'm working on it. It's just like learning to trust yourself, learning to trust your own creative process and going for it. And it doesn't mean the thing about it is sometimes it can feel like it takes longer because we try to fit into these other boxes. So for example, whether it was as an artist or an online business owner, or even in Chinese medicine, trying to fit into a box is super hard for a manifester because you kind of have to create your own box. And it doesn't mean that you can't benefit from these other structures, but like allowing yourself to be you is a big deal. And this is a lifelong lesson. It's something I'm always working through, being a multi-passionate person, 
being, you know, in all of these passions, like I said, as an artist, I remember back when I was finishing my grad program back in 2013, and all my friends around me were applying for jobs to be professors as artists at college. And like as college professors, there we go. (laughs) And I had done a little bit of that and I was interested in doing it, but I was like not there yet. It just didn't, not that I wasn't there yet. It just felt like there was more that I needed to do before I jumped into like a full-time professor life. And I wasn't even sure if that's what I wanted. You know, then I went to study Chinese medicine. But as we all know the story, if you've you've heard before either or if you follow me on social media, I didn't finish my first program that I was in for four years. And I think it's a similar thing. It's like I kind of take my own time. I take my own path. I take my own journey. I didn't quit that program like without a lot of fight, I must admit. I wasn't just going to quit it, but it was due to a failed test that I ended up stepping away from the program after four years. But um, here I am now in a different program, and that's very exciting. I'll share that in a little bit. This is why we're in Florida. But going back to just like not quite fitting in a box um, and having to kind of create your own way, This is what I was going to say around this episode. Like, it's this type of thing where I'll jump onto things, not exactly sure where it's going, but I have to jump anyway and follow the path. And I think, like, if you resonate with that out there, it's okay. We don't have to fit into a box and we can just kind of trust our own creative process. Interestingly, that's similar to how I start a painting. Unless I'm doing a commission, with when I do personalized commissions, I do have a little bit more of a goal in mind. But in general, when I start a painting, I just go for it one color at a time and I build from there. And somewhere along the process, you know, where I'm going becomes clear. And isn't art just like the most beautiful metaphor for life at large? <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about what it's like to move to a new place. We've all been there before, whether it's just a new house in the same town, new apartment, new whatever, or an actual like moving to an entirely new place. And this can also relate to just traveling and traveling about going, getting to a hotel, (laughs) whatever a new place means to you. So some of the challenges and some of the things that have helped, I think is some of the things I will talk about here. And I'll set the scene. So this new setting that I have, I've created, we are at a temporary spot in the country. We're waiting to find a more long-term place to stay. This temporary spot in the country has really grown on us. We got here and again, like the Florida landscape, what's weird about Florida is there aren't mountains and everywhere I've lived has always had mountains. Even California, which is near the beach, had mountain, you know, a mountain scene nearby. So It's uh, interesting, really, really interesting to not have mountains. And there are a lot of trees, which normally I love trees. And it kind of, in a weird way, reminds me of the Pacific Northwest because it's super green out here. It actually rains a lot where we're living in Florida, at least in this season. It's having a lot of thunderstorms and rain almost every day. So it is a little bit like the Northwest and even like Ireland or England. Uh, But the feel is different and it's hot and it's humid. (laughs) And warm. And so there's positive things because, you know, you can go swimming on the same day that you have this crazy rainstorm and, you know, that's kind of fun. So I'm I'm learning to acclimate to this new type of life. Chris and I are also both really busy. So I'm now in my clinic year 
in acupuncture, which I w- wish I had like a little bell right now to ring. Very exciting that I finally, after seven years, I'm getting to see patients through acupuncture. Now, Chris and I did have our own clinic back in New Mexico, and I worked with cranial sacral therapy, and he is a Chinese medicine doctor, so he worked with acupuncture, but I wasn't qualified yet. I'm still working on finishing my degree to eventually become Dr. Headley, but I get to be an intern now where I work with acupuncture, so it's really here. It finally happened. I feel like that's a big story to share, so we'll see how much I say right now, but basically, it's just like, never give up on your dreams. That took me seven years to get to this point. For some people, it takes two years, or three years, or four years, and for me, it took seven. It took two schools, two moves, um, actually three moves, and a total year hiatus where I started an online business, which I still have. You know, a lot of amazing things came into my life in that very long journey. And so a little like moment just to say what can look like failure, what can look like setback on your dreams is often just really the right path and just trust it. This is the biggest thing. I I feel like my message today is just trust, 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 because I can't tell you how good it felt to finally be in clinic last week. Last week was my first week working with patients as an intern, like my heart couldn't stop beaming. It just was like, I'm finally here. And interestingly, it was, you know, quote unquote, supposed to happen Um, in 2019. I was a couple weeks away from starting clinic when I failed that test. And I was really, really afraid back then. I didn't feel ready in a lot of ways. So why I say that is this is actually the right timing. This really is the right timing for me. Okay, nature is showing me some really cool things right now. Like, it's hard to explain, but I'm looking out the window and there was a little pink something bright and pink I think it may have been the way the sun was hitting uh oh no there it is again okay this really bright beautiful pink flower and then there's also an uh, umbrella (laughs) I was gonna say umbrella (laughs) I meant uh butterfly how funny all right but back to the story so that's exciting go for your dreams never give up that's what I want to say there (laughs) second of all um Chris and I are really busy so getting used to this Florida climate is kind of interesting so he's working um he's teaching at two different acupuncture colleges and he's also working at a wonderful clinic here so he joined a practice and he's having patients so he's working almost full-time Monday through Friday And my class and clinic schedule is pretty much full-time Monday through Friday with some breaks. You know, plus I'm running my online business. Thankfully, my online business has a lot of automation, so uh, that helps. You know, but I'm also making paintings. And the reality is I'm just acclimating to a new schedule with a lot of my passions and kind of also working on building in rest and play time because that's very important, right? But all that to say, we're not like we're getting used to the Florida climate because we keep going like, oh, great. Like, okay, we finished our day. Let's go to the pool after our nine to five or nine to six day. And then it's totally pouring rain. (laughs) So (laughs) we are adjusting and learning to love it. But now we've found, like I said, we're in this place in the country and we're starting to really, truly fall in love with it out here. Like, again, it's a temporary thing. But between the animals, between just like the openness, it's super peaceful out here. There's no one nearby and it's, well, there are some neighbors, but it like feels very private. Um, 
it's something that is growing on me. And that's what I want to say about moving to a new place is it can feel really, really disorienting at the same time as it can feel exciting at the same time that it can feel like grief for the thing that you miss. And at the same time, it can feel full of possibility because new things bring expansion and growth and an ability to, you know, grow, like I said, but really lean into a different version of yourself. And I don't think it's like about getting rid of a past version. It's building on something. And we were called to Florida for a very specific reason. And I even remember when we were in New Mexico, we'd only been in New Mexico for a month, actually two months. And Chris came to Florida to do a training for his uh, license. So he did a training in injections therapy And it was so funny because he was like, this is really cool. Like, I'm in Florida. He just went for a weekend. He went for two separate weekends, actually. But And it, like, planted this funny little seed about Florida for both of us. And then it was only three months into living into New Mexico when I found the program that I eventually started that was based out of Florida. And so this place called us in a really interesting way because we were able, for my schooling, we were able to still live in New Mexico for the first two years of that program because it was like a, I flew out there for modules and intensives uh, for about three to four week modules a couple times a year, flew to Florida, but I would still get to live in New Mexico. And then now we're here full time because the clinic year requires a full time commitment. So All that to say, Florida really called us, and there have been moments where I go, hmm, is this where I want to be, or why do I feel so trapped here? And I've felt a little bit trapped different moments living here. But if I really think back, that trapped feeling is not new. And that trapped feeling has accompanied me in different moments in life. And one of the keys to these uncomfortable feelings that we can feel, I think especially when we're in a new place or whatever, is to not run from it and to sit with it. And for me, a little tip here that I definitely learned through one of my coaches is like, rather than fight it, you know, try to tap into instead the land and the place because I'm such a landscape person, such a such a connected person to the land When I feel trapped, I actually turn to nature and I'm like, okay, all right, nature, show me some things, right? (laughs) Show me what you, show me, show me what you've got. So I feel like that's been helping me and that helped me a lot yesterday because yesterday I was feeling, we actually have this three day weekend right now and it's weird because rather than feeling like open and happy about it, I felt a little bit trapped. I was like, ooh, I've got three days and I don't quite have my studio set up yet. I have it set up a little bit but I don't have all the supplies I need to work on the projects and I'm waiting on them to come in. So some of the typical things I would do are not like available right now. And I was like, Ooh, I feel trapped. It's, it's kind of raining. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to swim. And where we're living in Florida isn't right on the ocean. We're a couple hours away from the ocean. So, you know, that's an adventure too. It's not like, Oh, I just run to the ocean and I will feel free because the ocean really does that for me. So anyway, I was feeling trapped. I was like, ooh, feeling just constricted. And I was encouraged by a very wise soul friend <laughs> to listen to nature. And I did. And everything shifted. And the moment I allowed myself to stop fighting that trapped feeling, things felt better. Another thing you know, another tip I have, so one is listen to nature, whether that means like go for a walk in nature 
you don't even have to be out in the wild. Like you can just be, let's say you're actually in more town, you're in town. And even if you live in an apartment building, but you've got a tree outside. I really do believe that every aspect of nature is there for us. And when we need guidance, it like wants so badly to help us, but we don't always slow down enough to listen to it. So after I was feeling trapped yesterday, I just took a little walk like right outside our front yard and there was a beautiful giant bird. We couldn't tell if it was a vulture. I don't think it was a vulture. I think it was just a really big something else. (laughs) Giant bird, you know, and then last night we got home from where we took a little outing. We came home and all the deer, wild turkeys and wild turkeys were together. It was like they were a welcome party, like welcome home. And of course, like they ran away as soon as we got there. But nature is really there for us. And sometimes when we can't resolve something, it really is a moment to say, let me just sit back for a minute or like walk through nature or look at the tree outside my window or watch the little animal, like watch the lizards, watch even the ants, um, or in our case, cockroaches. (laughs) There's cockroaches in Florida. And it's like going to be like, you know what, I've got a lesson for you. And so for me, that really did happen. And it's starting to happen more and more with this Florida landscape. And I can't really complain. I mean, like the ocean, the beach in Florida is incredible. It's like, we went to Maui in July and Chris and I both fell in love with Maui. I'd been there before, but it had been a long time. And the magic, again, the magic of the land of Maui, like got into my soul and spirit. And I'm telling you, it is beckoning me back. But I have to say, like, this Florida beach is actually even better. Like, the water's warmer. Uh, It's closer. (laughs) And, yeah, so it's a beautiful, beautiful place. So part of when you're moving to a new place or, you know, yeah, like I said, moving to a new place, traveling somewhere, feeling a little bit uncomfortable, it's natural. Like, we've got to calibrate to these new spaces. But these new spaces, particularly when we listen to nature are actually going to hold us in a loving way if we let it. Now, that doesn't mean that in that process, you're not going to still feel uncomfortable. And I have to say, like, so yesterday I was, um, so part two, first is is trust and listen to nature. If you're feeling trapped, just like take a moment to be with nature. But part two of that is I knew that and I was feeling that, but then I got back into the house and again, I was feeling super trapped and I was like, feeling kind of like I needed help. (laughs) So I let myself, like, I think the key is to let yourself feel uncomfortable. Don't push through it. Like don't fight through it, but instead be a little bit receptive to the lessons of it. So I lay down for a little bit yesterday. I was, I'm trying to allow myself to rest because these weeks are super full. And I don't know about you, but I can have a really hard time like allowing myself to just fully, fully rest. It's not super in my nature all the time. But I was working on it. So rest, be with, be with discomfort. But then the next thing I did was I had been avoiding putting my clothes away. So we moved here. We didn't move here with all of our stuff. We have some stuff in storage, but... We moved here and I hadn't put away my clothes and it was like this energetic like pile. Actually, it was a physical pile, (laughs) but also energetic like pile I felt in my heart. So I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to some music and I'm just going to put away a couple things. 
Like that's usually how it starts, right? Three small things is the goal. One of my therapists taught me that when you're feeling stuck, just try to do three small things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to hang up three shirts. And I started clinic and clinic, I'm dressing a little nicer than my normal day-to-day life. So it's kind of fun. I'm like, oh, I want my clinic clothes to, to like be hanging in the closet so that it feels special to get dressed for, for going into clinic. And, uh, so I did, I hung three shirts up and then guess what? I kept going and eventually I got all the clothes put away. So this is part two. Part two is in Chinese medicine, sometimes what we call liver chi stagnation, like this is a really common diagnosis, but really what it means is Within our, within our organs in Chinese medicine, now, every time I mention something in Chinese medicine, like an organ, you've got to keep in mind that this is, um, it's not necessarily talking about the liver itself. It's a little bit more of an energetic thing. Like it, it is physical, but it's also energetic. So if we say like, oh, you've got to like move your liver, it doesn't mean you've got like this massive liver problem in the Western sense. It more means that we have tools and tricks to get things flowing. So the liver is in charge of the smooth flow of chi and energy. It's in charge of moving things through the body. The liver loves movement. The liver does not like stagnation. So sometimes when we're feeling really stagnant, a little bit of movement is goes a long way. And that was kind of happening for me yesterday I was like I got all this stuff to do but I'm totally stuck and what that was for me was like my liver and the Chinese medicine sense of the liver was like totally stifled and it it like as soon as I started you know hanging a few things up in my closet it was like I'm free you know I just needed to be seen I just needed to be heard and so I mean I was a little bit begrudging at first but then I got through it and I think Oftentimes when we are avoidant of something, even when we first start doing that something we've been avoiding, we're going to be a little grumpy. But then if you keep doing it bit by bit, eventually you feel free. And to me, that's a lot about the liver in Chinese medicine. It's a lot about like creating enough movement to get everything flowing smoothly. So as soon as I made my liver happy... Then the rest of my day was so happy. I couldn't stop cleaning the house, which I don't always like to do, but I was like creating this really cozy space in our home. Uh, We went and had kind of a fun adventure at a place we'd been meaning to go, just like to walk around, so more movement. And then we came home and I cooked and it was just like a really, really simple but nice day. So that's the scene. That's where I'm at right now. (laughs) and you know I hope somewhere in there you heard something that you resonated with and and like the biggest thing about moving to a new place is just be nice to yourself because it's um it's different it's new many of the things that you want to you know that I'm happy about so a lot of it is like focusing on just the real stuff so the real facts are when you move to a new place like factually your whole body is in a new place everything can feel discombobulated and it can take a minute to feel settled some people more than others need more of that settling and grounding I am one of those people I I really need to take the time to settle and nest and like really really create a wonderful space in whatever home I'm staying in even if I'm staying in like a hotel I like to do that um others not so much other people like 
are like, yeah, I'm fine, just like floating from one place to another. So recognize what type of person you are. But if you're feeling discombobulated, like in an, in a new situation, it can even be a new job, you know, if you're feeling discombobulated, then that's normal and be nice. So that's just like factually speaking. Then other two pieces of advice, like I said, look at the nature around you, even if it's not like a lot of nature and just listen to it, be with it, smile at it and be like, hey, nice to meet you. Let's get to know each other. It's probably going to show you some wonderful wisdom. And the second thing I would say is move, (laughs) get some movement, get some like that nice balance between rest and movement. If you're feeling like you're moving too much, then allow the rest. If you're feeling like you're stagnant, try to do a few little things. And the third thing I would say is focus on the things that are good and then also like allow room for the things that you miss. So for me, many of the things that are good in Florida that I'm enjoying are we are close to the beach, like relatively speaking. In New Mexico, we were absolutely very far from the beach, like, uh, you know, 11 hours, 12 hours from the ocean. And here I'm only two hours. So that's amazing. The other thing is I've got some incredible friends here that are in school with me. And that's like just really, really awesome. I love having a good community. That's something we didn't really have in New Mexico. We didn't create a lot of friends. It was also like in the height of, you know, the global situation, which meant that people were not as keen to interact with each other and make new friends. It was kind of a weird time. But um, so we didn't totally create a big community in New Mexico, but in Florida, we've got friends, we've got connections. And so that's important, like create as best as you can these new connections if you're moving to a new place, because it's really, really helpful. Um, Another thing about that that you can do is just like what is it for you that helps you feel really creative and really expanded what are those things for you and spend a little time to just like do some of the things that are normal for you it may just be like watching your favorite show it may be having a little bit of a ritual or routine that uh worked for you in a past place and that is something that I am personally focusing on as well. So if you notice me like drifting away in the last couple moments, it was because <laughs> we do live out in the country and there's never anyone out here except for deer and turkeys, except I did see someone roll by in a golf cart and it totally distracted me. <laughs> and that is why this episode is just real raw Meg. Uh, so I feel like I'm wrapping up here. This was really just like a welcome back episode to me and to my, my faithful listeners to say, I'm back. I'm ready. I feel like I'm jumping into a time that has a lot of newness, a lot of new expression and expansion coming. It's also a super big shift in my life. And wow, a beautiful red bird just landed. See, nature is like here to stay. Nature's like, okay, Meg, we're welcoming you. So let us welcome you. That's what I get the feeling from right now. Oh, it's so cute. Beautiful red bird. Wow. So bright. And it just found something to eat. 
But uh, yeah, this is a really big shift in my life that I'm feeling into. So I've been full-time entrepreneur between art and my online business for the last couple of years now. And to go into full-time studenthood, which means full-time clinic, uh, I will say it's not as gnarly as it sounds. I've got, I do have some days off and uh, honestly, it's like the stuff that lights my heart up. So it's all really good stuff. But it's some big changes uh, between learning how to balance the different things that I do. And I've actually basically shut off, closed off very intentionally many parts of my life uh, be in order to in order to like create some space for me to really do this thing that is Chinese medicine. And that's hard. That can be challenging because I am like very multi-passionate. I love to create new projects, but I've really slowed things down. And for me, something I'm going to talk a lot more about, but I feel like I don't have the words for it as much right now, is that balance between feminine and masculine. Being in a receptive space rather than an overactive space. And because the nature of what I'm going to be doing is quite like daily motivated energy of being like a little go 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 with my current schedule going into a more normal um like normal person schedule of nine to five the the emphasis then on being able to focus on being like in that feminine flow and that uh, receptive space is even more important so it's all about balance it's never one or the other and I believe like men and women we all have both the feminine and the masculine within us and we just balance it out differently many people and we all have different balances of what is more ideal for us but where I'm at right now is in this space of like I want to be so focused on clinic and really present to my patients and because of that you know I've also got this beautiful online business that I've been building that allows me to also step into that feminine feminine like energy because the business I have you know has automation it has things running in the background and even my art life that does require more like hands-on creation but opportunities flow in sales flow in when we are in a very very connected space to ourselves. and one of the things I'm going to be focusing on is like being more than doing with all of the different business endeavors I have with my online business and as an artist and even as a practitioner because a lot of what it's the things that are important to focus on while being an intern are observation, receptivity, like listening to what the patients have to say and really taking it in and not being super proactive, not being super advicey, but actually like focusing on listening, listening, listening. So this is really a season of listening and receptivity for me. And it's a big challenge for me to just trust that good things can come from that space. Like I believe it, but do I really, really feel it to my bones? I'm still working on that trust there. But I find that when we, you know, sometimes we think like, oh, I got to go do the thing. But let's say it's for my online business and I'm working on a post or something. I, oh, got to post, got to post, right? Well, maybe actually I don't need to post and maybe actually by just spending a day with nature or having a great time with friends or going to have a drink and good food with, you know, Chris or like I said, my friends or um, going and playing at the water and the ocean. Um, 
maybe that is actually going to be the better move and things can come to you from that space oftentimes more than they can come to you from like an overactive doing, doing, doing mentality. So that's something I'm thinking a lot about. I feel like I've got some time still to learn how to articulate that to you all. But uh, I really, really found and believe and I'm working to get even even bigger belief in this that life doesn't have to be about overworking. And the more that we honor our own natural flow of how we want to move through life, actually the more abundance comes our way. This is something that easier said than done, but uh, something I am truly working on between the different things that I balance and allowing that rest, but not just rest, but like play and the things that just light up my heart. So this is a permission to whoever's listening to this to like allow yourself to play, allow yourself to rest and uh, know that from that place, really good things can come to us. Even if it feels like what we're paying attention to is totally something totally different than what, you know, we want to come to us. Like, for example, I will just say one more little piece there. In my online business, you know, when I'm working with a person who may become an uh, eventual person to join my team, like when I'm having the most fun, for example, I went to Maui and I had just finished doing like putting some, putting a masterclass out around my online business. And then I completely let go. I went to Maui. I had a blast. Like while I was in Maui, some amazing thing things happened for myself, for my team, in my online business that was when I was just fully playing and having a blast in Maui. So it's kind of just this idea that you can trust that when you follow what lights you up and you allow yourself the space to lean into that, then these other amazing things are going to show up for you. And I was just reminded by my coach um, talking about this, that quantum leaps, you know, these big, big changes that seemingly come out of nowhere they come our way when we're not pushing and waiting and expecting them to happen. They come our way when we are just leaning into the things that we love and having a blast in that space. And that's the beauty of these types of big, big leaps that can happen in our lives. So what I've experienced is when I put out my dream, I put out my vision, I put out my goal, and then I let go and just focus on, you know, allowing myself to feel into my own natural rhythm between rest and, and action and um, fun and focus and this like nice balance of life. Well, this is where the wonderful co-creation gets to happen with our dreams and goals. And yeah, there's a lot of Megan esoteric thoughts coming at you right now, but I hope some of it resonates and connects with you. And with that, I'm going to close out the episode in a very raw way. I usually add my my closing, but I'm in the process of re-recording my intro and my closing to my podcast. So I'm just letting this one be real. It's just going to end really fast. <laughs> and today we are going to go play in the water at the beach, which is exactly like practicing what I'm what I preach. It's important. And yes, I have a lot to do and I want to do it. But in reality, the ocean is calling my name. And we're going to go swim, play, have fun, and then jumping back into a full week of clinic starting tomorrow. All right. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Thank you for joining this journey. Permission for you to just have a blast today or feel into whatever you need to feel into. Sit with whatever you're experiencing. No need to rush through it. 
as always, if you have any questions about the things that I do, um, I do have a couple art, while I've limited massively what I'm, what I'm doing in my life this year, I do have a couple art, personalized art commission, painting commission slots remaining in the 2022 and 2023 year. So I'm just have a few slots. I'm not doing too many paintings. And of course, uh, I'm going to actually link, I'm adding an additional link to the podcast notes to my free Facebook group called Thriving Visionaries. This is where I talk about all things online business, creativity, inspiring quotes. It's a free place you can hang out with me. And I'm also going to have another masterclass coming up in there soon. And you can always message me with any questions you've got, things I've shared, uh, resources you're interested in that I've talked about. Do not hold back whether you message me on social media or email me at the link below. And I will get you going. You can also visit visit my website. I've made some recent uh, updates to my website that are a little more applicable to what I'm doing in life now since I left New Mexico. All right, all my love, thank you for tuning in. And I will look very forward to leaving more podcasts as they come to me for you. Take care.